0: Difference, right? Last night, the Philadelphia 76ers going up against the Toronto Raptors. It was not the way we all anticipated to end. Everyone was freaking out yet again. And look, I will be quite honest with you guys. I'm with you. Like these these performances for the Sixers, they give you highs of the highs. They give you the lowest of the lows. And tonight, what of the absolute 360 that these guys had? The efforts there, no Joel and no James Harden so That meant a really daunting task going up against the Eastern Conference Miami Heat and this Sixers team and it's funny people call this the B squad of the Sixers you're really just missing two of your I mean two of your biggest starters right but yet the this group of players this young group of players mixed in with some veteran savvy veteran players was able to control the game in the most important moments of this game they stood toe to toe with the Miami. This gave me a lot of Rocky one vibes. You got Rocky Balboa getting picked out of the hat, going up against Apollo Creed. It takes some wire to wire. And the Sixers took the Miami Heat to the wire and were able to capitalize and get the win and the much deserved win as well. And um, dare I say, this was the loudest I've heard the Wells Fargo Center since James Harden's first game. It's, it's been it's been rough a little bit with Sixers Nation the ups and downs have really been getting our emotions in all wish way and it was definitely good to see a big 113 a 106 win against the Miami Heat. ladies and gentlemen welcome on in this is the Sixers game recap I'm your boy in Philly really appreciate you guys checking on in we got Facebook YouTube Twitter in the building what is happening we got TikTok checking on in what's up TikTok as always ladies and gentlemen drop in the comments if you guys will watch the game let me know how you guys are feeling what were your takeaways from today's game as well and of course as always guys we give you the opportunity to come on in the show and give me your two cents of what you saw on the night or your thoughts on the Sixers in general or if you're a basketball fan you're more than welcome to come on in here the link is right now on the comment section on YouTube copy and paste that come on backstage we'll bring you guys on a little bit later on in the show and of course tiktok you can do the same as well you're more than happy to drop your comments in there we'll get to those in just a second keep tapping away the screen and make sure let's get some more people in here as well welcome on we got sam in here we got abraham in here what is happening what's going on guys we got pj in the youtube chat what is up pj good seeing you here that's right pj maxi for everything maxi for everything how about it ladies and gentlemen all right so look last night what were the, the big takeaways of why we lost the Toronto Raptors in a game where it was ugly disgusting and yet they didn't want to see that type of performance right so obviously the 16 point blown lead was one of the big takeaways from last night the offensive rebound one of the main uh, points of last night's loss 20 off at three the Raptors to year five that really killed the Sixers momentum energy all the above and Last, uh, second of all, or third of all, I'm sorry. Second chance points. The Toronto Raptors got a lot of those bad boys, and by being able to control the pace of the game, being able to get those offensive rebounds, control again, control the pace of the game, they were able to tire out the Sixers, but also were able to take methodical shots, and that's really what killed the Sixers eventually down the down in the end. And effort by the Raptors was far more than what the Sixers gave last night so those were some of the takeaways that we need to see the improvement upon here today but of course no Joel and no James was definitely a daunting task and this was the right move in my opinion it was interesting because Jimmy Butler was on the injury list he didn't play on Friday against the Thunder for Miami and he was on the questionable list here they also were without Gabe Vincent the legend of Gabe Vincent who remembers that was a 20 point 20 plus point game that he had in Philadelphia a couple of months ago that really killed us there that was when that was when Miami were without bam jimmy and then he had gabe vincent just coming out of nowhere and killing the sixers that was one of those rough games but no gabe vincent uh, as well so uh the miami were able to get some of their starters back and that re- it was a really good test for the sixers without james and joel but it was definitely a daunting task for the Philadelphia 76ers. So how would they bounce back, right? How would they bounce back? So let's look at some of those things that were really, that were killing us in the last game. Now, obviously the blown lead part, it's different when you are going up against a more superior team than Miami, Heat, right? So, but I was very, very impressed of the way the Sixers were able to kind of stay with Miami throughout the entire game. They really, Miami, Miami's largest lead of the night was only six points. So Miami didn't really have the opportunity to kind of take over the game. And the Sixers were really doing a good job of just staying in there, chipping away, getting those easy buckets, getting those threes as well. And they did a great job of stop uh, of staying in the game. The rebounds was such a difference here tonight. And that was one of the big reasons why we won tonight. 51 rebounds by the Philadelphia 76ers. 51 compared to 38-4 to Miami. And get this. Last night you had 20 and 25 tonight 11 and 4 for the Sixers. They won in the offensive rebound category. 11 offensive boards to Miami's 4. Very good job there. Way to go Sixers bouncing back in that in that aspect there. Um 13 uh 13 second chance points as well for the Philadelphia 76ers. What of a difference there compared to Miami's 5. Effort in general was just so much better from Uh, From the top to the bottom, I believe tonight we went nine deep in the rotation throughout the game, um, or eight deep. Let me double check here. Uh, We won two, three, four, nine deep here tonight, really. And everyone really contributed to this win, whether it was offense, defense, rebounds, points, assists, you name it. There was people that was stepping up. Now, look, this to me was a three-headed monster going at it with Miami. And the surprising part, and if I would have told you a week ago that Shake Milton and Furkan Corkmas would have a, a game of the games in, in the following week, would you have called me a liar? Because I would have called myself a liar. But between both those players, twenty-eight. I'm sorry, forty-eight points were. Or, 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 uh, 48 points were scored between uh Bo- oh, I'm sorry I'm, I'm looking at the wrong thing here I'm, I apologize guys yeah so back to what I was saying Tw- uh, 28 uh 30 38 points were scored between Ty uh Shake Milton and Furkan Corkmoss 20 for Shake 18 for Furky. and both of these guys were doing similar things to what they were doing before the James Harden trade they they they, they, they were creating their own shots they were uh moving really well on off ball Furkan Corkmoss with the pick and uh with the with the uh Quick release, especially from the three-point shot. Uh, Shake Millen doing a great job of driving, being aggressive. They were just going into their natural habitats, and that's really what helped the Sixers kind of prevail. And they did a really good job um, of adding some production. You know, when you don't have James and you don't have Joel, you really are wondering to yourself who is picking up the production here. It's kind of far-fetched to ask Tobias Harris to take a lot of the the production for the uh, on offense for the Sixers when we know how up and down Tobias Harris's play is. And you know Max is going to be there. But having both those guys step up the way he did tonight was huge. And one thing, don't underestimate this this factor here. Asking these guys to take on a big role when Shake Millen hasn't gotten the consistent minutes that he definitely needs. You had Furkan Korkmaz, who had three DNPs over the past two weeks alone. Like that's crazy to me. And these guys went in there, did a great job of being called up when, uh, whenever they, you know, you got to be ready whenever you get called up, and they were ready when they got called up. And these two were a big part of why the Sixers won here today. So kudos to them. But of course, the story was Tyrese Maxi. Yo, what do we say about Tyrese Maxi? Maxi, Maxi, Maxi. Hearing that in the Wells Fargo Center it was erupting. This guy came up big in the fourth quarter and this guy is literally a star player. He's a star player right now. He's got the respect of a lot of people around the around the uh, around the league. The way him him and Spolster were kind of, you know, embracing each other at the end of the game, showing respect to one another goes to show you the the star magnitude that Tyrese Maxey has, but Dude, 28 points here today by Tyrese Maxey, 60 percent from the field, 42 percent from the three point line, perfect from the from the stripe. And he was doing a lot of different things on the day. It's just, it's a type of it's a type of play that we we, we saw Tyrese in the beginning of the season. You know, when Joel was out with COVID, Tobias out with COVID, Tyrese playing this aggressive style, running the offense um, Driving to the, uh, driving to the basket, hitting those 3 points. Yo, he had this. He had this three in the fourth quarter. Now, remind you, he scored thirteen of his twenty-eight points in the fourth quarter. Talk about clutch. How about the step over and he hits the three? Was that against okay, Jimmy Butler? Are you kidding me right now? Tyrese Maxey was on fire in that quarter. And my question going into that because I I saw the way the Sixers were kind of sticking with the Miami Heat. They weren't going anywhere. And you knew this was going to go down to the wire. And how many times have we seen this in the past, where the Sixers, uh, who who are missing some pieces, right, or have a little bit of a depleted lineup, or sticking with a really quality team, but then you're like, okay, well they lost at the end because they don't have a, a star player on the court right now, Joel or whoever's out. But tonight, I had that question. I was like, who's gonna who's gonna contribute? Like it's it's unrealistic to think that Ferky and 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 Shake were gonna do that all the way through the fourth quarter. But Tyrese Maxey said, "Yo, hold up, hold up. I got. I got And he took over. He took over this game. 3 after 3. The Wells Fargo Center is going absolutely wild. And, and you got the Maxey chance going out there. This kid this kid, this kid gets a a block on on uh, on what was it Cody Martin? Um and Oh, my Kayla, Sorry, Caleb. I knew it was a good one. on Caleb Martin. It, this first off, it was a turnover by the Sixers. Caleb Martin starts driving to the basket and Tyrese Max he sticks with him and he jumps and he gets the freaking block. Are you kidding me with that one? He goes to the crowd. He does the everybody get yo, know, get up on your feet, Philly. Get up on your feet with the big smile on his face. Tyrese Max he really stole the show here tonight. And I I I I He's every single game. He impresses me more and more. You guys know how much he's exceeded the expectations. Especially for my he has taken his game leaps and bounds to what we saw last year. It is truly remarkable what is going on. Out, outshining a, a fellow Kentucky guard and Tyler Hero. Are you kidding me, Tyrese? What a freaking great game, man! Absolutely great to see what what uh, happened. But look, the the other issue last night was the bench, and and tonight you really had. Have- uh, better contribution from the bench. Now the thing was, uh, obviously James and Joel out, so you had Paul Millsap get put in the starting lineup. Georges Niang moved to the three. Tobias stayed at the four. Um, Matisse Thybulle stayed at the two, but did not play that too many minutes. Um, he only played 15 minutes in this game, uh, and so. <clears throat> with, with that being said, Ferky and and uh, Shake Millen really took the charge and really led the way from the bench. And when you're getting 48 points off of your bench, for I'm sorry, 38 points from off of your bench, especially from Shake and Ferkin at providing a lot of that, that was huge. You had Danny Green adding six more points onto it on, on top of that. Um, DeAndre Jordan, he had he he listen, DeAndre gave eight boards. All right, so <laughs> take it what you want. Uh, DeAndre gave you eight boards four of those were offensive boards as well uh, but he had a tough time of sticking with Bam out of Bayou uh, there was a couple of plays in that fourth quarter where uh, Tyler Hero was connecting with Bam on those alley-oops and DeAndre's athleticism it, again is really killing him but um, it, he he contributed he contributed that's the big big part here um, and of of course um, like, like I mentioned, George's Niang getting, getting put in that starting lineup, 15 points added by, uh, George's Niang. He was 46% from the field with 37.5% of that from the three point line. When he's knocking down those threes, that's really when he's, he, he's at his best. But, uh, George's knee provi- uh, was providing a lot, but defensively, man, defensively for George's Niang, He got, he got caught in no man's land a couple of times. Um, P, uh, PJT, he was, he was on PJ Tucker a couple times, bam out of box. definitely tough match, but, uh, George is needing, uh, adding, adding some offense production. That's the big part there. Uh, Tobias Harris, he made a big three in the closing, uh, two big threes in the closing minutes of this game. But, um, I'm sorry. It was only one, a one three now, now that I'm thinking about it, but 14 points here today by Tobias, 50% from the field, 33% from the three point line with that one three that I just mentioned could have been a better offensive game from Tobias Harris 110% and i know sixers fans are going to continue killing him i, I don't know how tobias harris kind of fits in with this with this team going forward and it's kind of a, an issue and on in a, in a game like today like i know we're all happy about shake and tyrese putting up 38 uh, shake, shake and furcan putting up 38 points for the sixers here tonight coming off the bench but sh- Tobias has to put up at least 20 here in this game. And he put up 12 shots. I mean, 50% from the field, you definitely would take that. But on a day like today, you really wanted more from Tobias Harrison. He's got to find his, he's got to find his shots as well. Um, and that goes into my next point that this game was of concern for me. And the fact that there are more questions being more question marks now with the Philadelphia 76ers. So what we saw today was Shake and Furkan step up in big ways in the post-James Harden era. I understand it is really hard, and it's kind of unrealistic to expect that Shake Milton to play 31 minutes or have Furkan Korkmaz play 27 minutes when James Harden is in the lineup. That's unrealistic to think. But they proved that they're not broken pieces. They can help you. They helped you tonight. They made their own shots. They they were aggressive. They, they, were, hit, they were hitting from everywhere. So to me, that gets, that means that we got a point to figure at Doc because why aren't we calling plays? Why are we getting these guys in better situations? You like to toot your own horn and say that the Philadelphia 76ers are 11, yet you don't know how to put a bench player like Schick or a bench player like Freaky in a better situation. Like I know that James is going to play north of 30 minutes a game. We understand that, but you got to give more minutes to a shake or Furkan Korkmaz. We're all fig- we're trying to figure out this lineup as we go. We have 11 games left until the end of the season. We have 11 games to figure out this team before we get into the playoffs. You may have a little bit of leeway depending on who you play in that first round, but you need to figure this out, and Doc needs to figure that out as well. It to me, it's all about play calling, and it's all about setting up your team in, in, in a good situation. I saw a lot of different things. Now, obviously, you can run a lot of post stuff, but having I saw a lot of pick and rolls. I saw a lot of great ball movement. The ball movement was was something that we haven't. It was very fluid, and it, it's not something that we have seen a lot of since James Harden has been here. And that's also part and do because you're fitting in a really important piece into your lineup. But 27 assists is not terrible whatsoever for the Sixers. Um, and, and so, and, and the shooting was much better than what you saw yesterday shooting for both teams yesterday was kind of pretty bad, was kind of bad, but 50%, uh, percent from the field by the Sixers overall, 40%, uh, percent from the three point line was pretty damn good as well. So Doc's got a lot of things to figure out. He's, he had a lot of guys here tonight kind of say, Hey doc, I just showcased what I have fit me in this team on to hell. And they both did that. And and I, and I loved seeing it. You know, Furkan Korkmaz had his national team director, the Turkish national team director, in the building watching him play. That's still important. That's still important, for, especially I know we don't get that understanding in basketball. Uh, this game is growing internationally, believe it or not, very, very at a quick rate. And I, I always relate it because I'm used to it with soccer. And being able to represent for your country is a very high reward. And for Furkan, it's kind of tough now because he's on this team with the Sixers and he's not getting a lot of the looks that he probably would be on let's say a a, a less talented team let's, let's say in a in a, in a proper uh, approach there but that was great seeing him and, and Shake just battling injuries battling to get on the court you know the beginning of the year he was promised to be that sixth guy uh coming off the bench we always we always um um equate him or we compare him to Lou Will and, and he hasn't been able to do that now with James Harden here and Tyrese Maxey evolving into what he has been too. But seeing those guys have those games that they had was really big. And and I and I even forgot to mention, but Bam, um, not Bam, Paul Millsap. I, I really liked the brought beginning of this game. He, he's the one as well that hasn't seen a lot of minutes um, since coming here in Philadelphia because he's not a he's not a five, and and unfortunately he's been relegated to that role now. And kind of because we kind of need him there, but he gave you four boards, five points here today in 23 minutes. Um, he's a very smart player, and that's kind of what I see from Paul Millsap. He's a very, very intelligent player. Uh, he's obviously has a lot of wisdom all the years he's playing here, and he's getting matched up and he's getting teamed up with a lot of young kids, especially in practice. He's around a lot. Uh, with guys like Paul Reed, your Isaiah Joes, your Furkan Korkmaz, your Shake Milton. So he's around a lot of those guys a lot, being on those second uh, bench, second units. And that's really big. There is a big veteran presence within this team. And we're hoping that can continue helping for guys like Shake Milton, George's Niang, Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, we can put him in there, too. And, of course, uh, Furkan Korkmaz as well. So uh, we got to figure out how do we get this production every single game. It just can't be here uh, today, guys. It, it, or it can't just be when James and Joel are out. Uh, but definitely, definitely I really do think that there was a lot of positives here today, and uh, and I'm happy to see what we did, what we what we got. It, listen, in this Philadelphia, it's really it's really not rocket science when it comes to Philly. You put you work your ass off, no matter what what you do out, whether you win or lose. If you give it your 110 percent effort on a night-to-night basis, we will be. We will love you. We'll just flat out love you. We we give tough love. We criticize our, our teams, our players when need be, but we love you at the end of the day. And that's the important part. Don't listen to this, don't listen to the national media. All right. <laughs> Blasting that old time Sixers song. Let's go. Let's get it. Clap your hands, everybody. For the Philadelphia 76ers. What's up, TikTok? What's going on, guys? What do you say, TikTok? How we feeling? Go Sixers, go Sixers. Sam Ginsey. do you bet on Philly games or do you bet in general? I don't bet at all. Um, I'm kind of an old school. My mentality, I work very hard for my money, and uh, I don't want to waste it on betting. Just because I know sports, it does not mean I know outcomes of sports. Anything could happen. Um, But no, I do not. Especially if I were to bet, it would not be sports. And when I used to do fantasy football, I had this rule. I would never, ever, 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 ever pick an eagle on my team because that's different. And that's kind of why I stopped playing fantasy football, because I stopped enjoying the purity of the game. That's that's why I love watching football. So that's part of the reason why. Plus, I don't have a time to do fantasy football. But uh, Sam, I appreciate you checking on in, man. If you're looking for any thoughts, any takes on uh, on Philly sports, this is your place to be, man. Appreciate it. Uh, Abraham, please continue to be the best gift on all. Thank you so much. That's really awesome. Thanks, Abraham. The same to you, brother. Amen. God bless you, brother. Yeah, we got Juan in the building. What's going on, Juan? Uh, Ron Boyd, two th- uh, two thirty-five. Celtics taking the East. Hot take from Ron: Celtics taking the East. Yeah, you got to get by us in Miami, brother, and Milwaukee for that matter too. Shouts to you, Ron. Thanks for checking in. We listen, Ron. Listen. If you're a Celtics fan out there and you're listening on in, we welcome you, all right? This is an open community. We like to bust balls, but listen, be respectful, all right? Know your place. Dr. J over Larry Bird, right? (laughs) What's going on? Go Bulls. Boo. Talk to us when you beat us. (laughs) Uh, Ted, uh, what are you talking about, Ted? He's not even 30. Who are we talking about, Ted uh shake Furkin can take his minutes who are you, ta- are you talking about tobias uh great point doc has to figure it out um, yeah l- listen he's got some I, th- I don't think it's a bad problem like you got options to work with it's just about inserting it and trialing and airing i mean we got 11 games left ladies and gentlemen 11 games left Now the thing is is with Shake, it's tough to kind of fit him in this team because Shake, I I, believe it or not, I I thought he could play as a two, but now he's more of like a combo guard, more of a one, uh, more of that point guy. Because when he's aggressive and he's able to kind of drive and uh, create his space, he's really at his best. And that's not—he was doing a lot of that here today, um, getting those, those those short buckets as well, but find a way to get those guys rolling now. Furkan is interesting. The problem is, is that Furky was hot today. I mean, he started off, I believe, uh, well, four for four from the field, two for two from the three-point line, like, and that was in the first half, and he had ten points. The problem is, is Furkan is a shooter, and if he's not knocking down those shots, there's really not much else that he can help you with. And so, if Furkan knocks down his the shots, then yeah, he's gonna get his minutes because that's what we need. We need guys who can sit from the three and create space and knock down those shots. But that's been the problem. Furkan was not, not getting his shot in, and so Doc had a tough decision in benching him. And uh, tonight, we needed him. We needed bodies. So Furkan got put in the lineup, and kudos to Furk for taking advantage of this opportunity, man. Uh, George has been balling. Yeah, Philly Don, what's going on? Uh, he was balling today. There's times where he balls, but similar to what we discussed, Furkan Quarkmas. Uh, if he's not knocking down his shot, shooters shooter shoot. And he is a shooter. And if that shot's not going down, there's really not more to give you. Now the thing is, if your shot's not going in, there's other things you got to do. Right. Off ball is very important. I thought Furkin was great off the uh, moving off the ball. Um and George's as well has got to do the same thing. And get those boards, guys. We need guys to get knocked down boards. That is for sure. Um, Noah, we beat the best team in the East without our two best players. Uh, what do you guys what do you kids say? Uh, smoking on that heat pack? Is that what is that what it is? Oh, ha ha. Hey, oh, ha, ha. <laughs> I see what you guys are doing. Um now dude listen it, this is the NBA. Um, this the Sixers have a lot of losses. You're like scratch your head like how did this happen? Uh, this happens from time to time in the NBA and the Sixers needed this, right? On the back to back, they had their they were still pissed off from and I think that was the best part about last night. Knowing that you had a game the next day against a team that you want to get up against. And guys, were we at what point did we stop mentioning that Jimmy Butler plays for the Miami? I still miss Jimmy Butler. So the Sixers show up to play in this important game. And, and that's that's the beauty of the NBA, my man. That is the beauty of it. Ryan's checking on it. What's up, Ryan? Uh Shake Milton playing with great production and aggressiveness. Getting enough minutes to have enough consistent consistent shooting to improve his uh, physical physicality and Furkan Korkmaz, I guess, as well, doing the same things. When these guys are playing aggressive basketball, they're at their best, and that's the problem. Um, and I think a lot of it is mental as well uh, for both those guys, especially when they're not getting minutes. They're in their heads a lot, and I think that's kind of what happens with both uh, Furkan and Shake Millen. They're kind of very they're very similar players. It's very interesting. Uh, as far as as far as their uh, their time and how it's going here in Philadelphia, that block though that block was incredible, absolutely incredible for him to get up that high against Caleb Martin, inc- truly incredible. Tyrese Maxey is a star, Ron. Tyrese Maxey is a star, brother. How about that? Uh, sorry, he's developing different for quad contributing level. Uh, dude, look, here's the thing with me. He's exceeded my expectations far, far beyond what I thought he was going to be. I can't, I can't look ahead. I think that's why Tyrese has been so good It's because I haven't looked that far ahead. I'm not going to go that far. I don't know if he has the capability of being better than John Murray. Obviously, similar styles, right? Fast street, uh, um, they're, they're slashing type of guys. Um, they use their speed a lot to, to create space off the ball. They have a little bit of a jumper, but they're more dangerous when they're driving to the basket. Um, and and so he does have the potential, but it's still early, man. This is year two. We're not even through year two. It's it's, it's incredible to see what he's doing, though. Uh, George Niang is a better shooting uh, two, provides oh, creating space or taking great timing. He's to drive the hit with those wide open shots. When he feels it when he feels it, man. And it's been the deal with James Harden. James has told him, "Go take those shots. You got the shot, take it." And I think that that that's got to be what George continues doing. If, if get open, and then hit that shot, man. That's all you got to do. Uh, Paul Millsap needs some second team and playing good energy level. Uh, yeah, it's tough though, but. The problem is you're not getting much of a rim protector from either one of those guys. I mean, DeAndre has the capability of doing it, but the athletic athletic ability kills him. I mean, look what, what Bam out of bio was able to do uh, with, uh, with DeAndre Jordan. Um, and, and so that's, that's a bit of an issue here with, with, uh, with that center position. Paul Millsup is just not big enough. He's not fast enough. He's a little too old for it, but he's very smart. Um, and he's a hardworking guy as well. But, it's still a question mark. I would like I personally would like to see more of um Paul Reed getting put in there. He saw some minutes, nothing crazy, some junk time in there uh, tonight, but definitely some different options and got to work with what, what we got right now, guys. What's up right now? What's happening, man? And a crazy part two for the Miami Heat is you had three guys in the Miami Heat starting lineup um hit over 20 points. Ah, uh, Bam, Kyle, Kyle Lowry was knocking down three. He had six threes in his return back to Philadelphia. Crazy, crazy stat there. Uh, of course, Jimmy with his twenty-seven points, he he took he went to the line quite a bit, and smart move by Jimmy because he's still nursing a little bit of an ankle soreness. So, eleven trips going perfect from the free throw line was big. And like I said, Bam was taking advantage of that mismatch with uh, with DeAndre Jordan or 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 uh, Millsap. That's why I said like. I would have liked to see more of Paul Reed in the minutes. I know that Bam is a very experienced guy, but at least you have a body that can run with Bam out of bio. Um, then you have Caleb Martin putting 14 off the bench. Tyler Hero dropping 10. Um, in the starting lineup, but uh, it was the Tyrese. It was the it was the, the big three. The Sixers big three times was Tyrese Maxey, was Furkan Korkmaz, it was Shake Millen. keep bringing it home for the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, what's up, Gavin? What's going on, my man? If there's another, if there was another team in the league or you root for, it, who would it be? Gab, um, yeah, it would it would be nobody, honestly. Um, there's teams that I, I I enjoy watching, like I enjoy watching the Suns play, um, but I, I just I don't have another team. I'm, I'm a Philly sports fan through and through, um, and that that just kind of really is. I enjoy the sport, that's an important part as well. But yeah, I, I can't I can't root for another team, man. Um, yeah, it, it would just be the Sixers, man. It truly would honestly be the, there. All right, so next for the Philadelphia Sixers, ladies and gentlemen, um, they're going to two day. They're going to day of rest, and, and then it comes. Get ready for the late night basketball, ladies and gentlemen. They'll take a, a quick, a three game road trip out to the West Coast. Third, Wednesday starts 10 p.m. against the Lake Show. We'll be in at, at the at the Crypto Center, which is what's called now, not the Staples Center anymore. Uh, the I think it's the Crypto.com Center. I don't know if it's just Crypto. We'll, I'll, we'll obviously find out. We can find out right now. It is the crypto.com arena. And so, a good old time robbery. If, if you guys are new to this uh, channel, new to these game recaps, one thing about me, I hate the Lakers. And I understand that some of the newer fans don't get the Lakers versus Sixers thing. It was more of the 80s. But obviously, myself being a 90s baby, the 01 finals still. You know, we it, it brings up some some begrudging memories. So I hate the Lakers. So that's gonna be fun. Uh, and then got the Clippers on Friday, and then got the Suns on on Sunday. The, luck, the good thing is, is that Friday another late one. Both late games for Philly for Philly Sports. The Flyers are out, I think, in Colorado on on Friday night as well. Um, and that's a ten o'clock buck drop. So late ones for Philly Sports on Friday, but it should be a lot of fun. So, well, I, I believe we'll be able to get to see LeBron James think um Anthony Davis should be back soon uh so those are some things to uh to, to see as well Mike what's happening man what a win what a win brother what a win man um yeah that's what I meant same here I'm all Philly yeah all Philly through and through Gav from the Sixers the Eagles the Flyers the Union the Phillies you name it we are Philly sports through and through Gav I appreciate you checking on in man if you're ever interested on any any uh content creation as far as Philly sports we do it all here Make sure you guys check out the YouTube channel. Link is in, in the link in uh, in my bio there. You can come on in here subscribe. I would really mean the world to me. Join the family here, man. Never miss out on this Philly sports content. All right, guys. it's going to do it for today's Sixers game recap again. The Sixers take care of the Miami Heat without Joel Embiid, without James Harden. Tyrese Maxey putting a team on his back with his 28 points. Shake Millen adding 20. Furcan Cork Moss at an 18 as well. And the Sixers are off to the West Coast. Ladies and gentlemen, that does it for you today. Make sure you guys hit that like button. If you enjoyed the content, it really would mean the world to me. Make sure you join the family and subscribe to the channel as well. And if you're more of a podcaster, this will be rebroadcasted in podcast form. You can find it under OIN Philly Sports. And you can find that wherever you stream podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of El Parcero Philly, and I'm telling you guys, let's go, Sixers.